Welcome back to another exciting episode of Not For Time. I almost forgot what this podcast was called because it's been a hot minute. If we look at this, uh, what do you call this, a motherboard, all the dust on it? It just it's shows been you a while. you take care of and what you don't. Well, it's really dusty in here, and we got people using chalk like fiends. That's what's all in the air is the particulates. Did you tell everybody the new news that we're not having chalk at the gym Yeah, so chalk, no longer at the gym. Oh, my God. No, we still have chalk. Thank you, family. Sorry about that. Getting messages, everybody. All right, so this episode, we're going a different route. Ryan and I usually go upstairs, and we usually have I, – I usually write – a lot of information on the whiteboard, and then Ryan just reads it. <laughs> no one can read your shitty handwriting. And uh, we usually go like a uh, line by line, kind of talking points and stuff like that. But today, you know, the CrossFit Games just ended, and you know, you see a lot of chatter about, oh my gosh, this person's my role model, and a lot of people look up to Tony because he went to the games and everything like that. So it got me thinking about what your role model in the fitness industry or who that person might be. It doesn't have to be in the CrossFit world, and. I wanted to sit down and talk to Ryan about that and kind of get a gauge for who he looks up to and then talk about some other things along the way. Yeah, let's do it. Um, I think my first role model in any type of sport or fitness was uh, Michael Jordan. Um, yeah. Yeah, I had, a, I had a huge man love crush for Michael Jordan. When I was growing up, my entire room was Michael Jordan posters. I got Sports Illustrated, cut those all out. Um, at one point in life, I wanted to go to North Carolina because of Did Michael you really? Jordan. Tar Heels. Then right? I realized you had to be really smart to get in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. So everybody always says, "Oh, you know, wh- why?" And it was just work ethic to to mm-hmm. watch him um, put in the time, read the articles of how much effort he put into whatever he was doing, especially basketball. I, I was just completely floored about that and I thought that was probably one of the coolest things um, and you know throughout my life of 36 years um, I've coached high school basketball I've coached obviously at college and now coaching some football for my son um, talent is only going to take you so far um, and to see individuals take their talent and then put the work ethic behind it that makes them great is, is pretty amazing um, in any aspect, right? Um, so Michael Jordan for sure is my number one. Uh, but before I give you my number two, who do you got? Yeah, I like the perspective you gave for that one. Um, oh, Ryan, what are you doing, man? All right, I like the perspective that Ryan gave uh, for Michael Jordan, having, having him as one of those role models. I think that's fantastic. Um, you know, I definitely... I just caught the tail end of the Michael J- uh, Michael Jackson, Michael Jordan era. How dare you call him Michael Jackson? <laughs> I caught the tail end of that. Give you um, love. I remember Space Jam coming out, and like that kind of got me on the Michael Jordan bandwagon a little bit, and then watching the Bulls and watching like that that whole thing. And I, I definitely respect his work ethic, so I think that coming from coming from that perspective is really great. So I think my first choice though is going to be. A uh, gentleman by the name of Jack LaLanne. Who? Um, Jack LaLanne. Who? If you don't know who Jack LaLanne is, you've been living under a rock. Because um, he's a legend. He's a legend in the fitness industry. Uh, Ryan's going to look him up right now. Uh, I don't. He passed recently in the past few years, I believe. But he was basically, he kind of brought fitness to the mainstream in a lot of ways. And he was doing push-ups and jumping jacks on his TV show well into his 70s, I believe. Um 
And he had so much life. And you, you could just tell that whenever, yeah, that's the guy right there in his little red jumpsuit. Like, yeah. And he is fit. When, uh, when did he pass? Can you look that up? Yeah, I got it. I got it. Um, he was an amazing. 2011. 2011, yeah. He was an amazing guy. He lived to be like, what, 85, 86, something yeah. like that. Um, but he used to have a, a, a show on TV and kind of brought fitness into the living rooms of Americans everywhere and kind of started this whole, uh, I guess, calisthenics. It was a lot, a lot of plyometrics type training, but he was inspiring people well into the 70s doing these uh, lane push-ups where you like, lay down flat on the floor, reach your arms overhead and do a full body push-up in like this reverse hollow plank. Um, pretty, you want to try it, Ryan? I know you do. No. I want to try it. Um, but yeah, I think that was, that's my number one choice just because he had so much energy and so much passion for life and so much, he brought so much joy to people's life through fitness. So then let me ask you a question. How do you apply that, that role model for you in your day to day today? Um, I, I try to use him as like an example occasionally for, you know, no excuses. Like I'm too old for that stuff. Well, no, no, you're not, you know, age is not an excuse. Um, and also having limited equipment, like people think that you have to have all the, bikes. the, the, the flashy form. gears. You can get so much done with a set of 35 pound dumbbells or 20 pound dumbbells. Yes, you can. Um, you know, you come to the gym for community because, you know, we've talked about this on the podcast before. You can get the workouts anywhere for free. You just go online, CrossFit workouts. You don't come for the workouts. You come for the community. You come for the, the people, the, the, the smiling faces like Eric. What's up? What's up, Eric? Is this open gym Thursdays? Open gym oh, wow. Thursday. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> can't oh, no. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's funny <laughs> that Eric is a CEO of a company. I'm sure oh, he makes good man. decisions for his company. That's funny. Yeah, Jacqueline Lane is number one for me. Awesome. Um, the other individual I would sit there and say for me in the CrossFit world would be uh, would be Jason Kalipa. Um, you know, just him as an athlete when he was – going hardcore was amazing to watch so watch him try to uh dethrone rich was pretty cool yeah um i still believe that the year that it was kalipa's team versus rich's team kalipa had that until one of the teammates got hurt yeah um, near the end but yeah kalipa in a sense of just being a crossfitter being a bigger guy not supposed to be able to move the way he did um, to have an engine, but to have the power output was really cool. But then I fell more in love with Kalipa as a business guy. Yeah. So for me, it's kind of two parts and how he operates, what he puts in, um, kind of his training that he used to do. Now that's what he puts into his business. And I am continuously trying to better myself as a business owner. And it's, it's a lot of the stuff that he does that I'll listen to or read about. Um, see how he applies to it. Um, I got really excited when I heard one of his head coaches had reached out to, to Bobby about our podcast that we did and how we're implementing personal training. So uh, in a weird way, I feel like that was a cool yeah, it's, uh, cool association with one another. Absolutely, so, yeah. You kind of get the, uh, the feeling of like, oh, man, like I – I'm with my role models. Right. Like, we're I get kind of, to kind of bump up, shoulders you know? with these guys. I'm yeah. rubbing elbows. Um, no, I think that's great. I um, I have a – yeah, I mean, Jason Calipo, seeing him do what he did at the games in 2008 and win it when nobody knew who he was. He's just like a 22-year-old kid, didn't yeah. really know. Um, and then to see the uh, level he's risen to in business is super inspiring and super impressive. And 
if it doesn't motivate you, you know, given with the cards he's been dealt in life, with the, uh, his with daughter yep. having you know cancer, uh, cancer and stuff like that, like the, the ability to bounce back from that and and then just crush it in the business world is so impressive. Um, a guy that comes to mind from the old school CrossFit days and probably one of my little role models, I guess, would be Josh Everett. I don't know if you remember Josh, Josh Everett. Everett. He's Josh. still he's still around doing his thing. Yeah, search for him. He came in second place in the games in 2008. He was he's just like a good old fashioned dude. Um, puts in the work, doesn't make excuses. Uh, he kind of made the uh, split snatch famous. I don't know if you remember the split snatch. Um, but this guy, he was in the documentary for CrossFit Every Second Counts. Yeah, there he is. Just a good old dude. Josh Everett. Um, yeah, throwback. Right? <laughs> I think he's still doing some stuff for CrossFit on the on the behind the scenes. But yeah, he's one of my like my initial role model. Then of course Miko Salo. Do you know who that is? Yeah, I know. Yeah, he just for sheer work ethic and just stupid amount of capacity. I used to look up to him like this guy's a freak. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just crazy, crazy back in the day. That's cool. Um, I would say the other ones for me, definitely Tyler Wisecup. I'm just kidding. I don't know who that is. Uh, Louis Simmons, Westside Barbell for sure. Um, just for being such a brute and being these badasses. I watched the uh, documentary of Westside Barbell the other day. And uh, they basically equated themselves to like Hell's Angels, angels in the gym. Pretty much. Um, but just to have the scientific uh, mindset to apply to trick the central nervous system, I, I fell in love with that in uh, 2014. So to learn about all that and then try to apply it here at the gym. So those would be my three with a 3A of being Tyler Weisskopf. Best DT score I've ever seen in my life. I'll explain it to you later. Okay. All right. Sweet. Um, yeah, I think that's uh, as, far as, as far as other – Role models. Oh, I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much tapped out, man. I truly. I really Did you say to, Sylvester Stallone? Oh, I did say that. Yeah. So he's my role model in the fact that you know he really just. I just love just him. Just stop. I just love him. Just man. stop. He's a good dude. I think he got busted for steroids recently too. Wasn't he? Isn't he the Italian stallion? He is. Yeah. You know why they call him that? Yeah, because he made an adult film when he was getting a. And start. that was his name. Of- <laughs> It's called Rocky and Kitty's All right, party. I don't need that anymore. This, it's is a fa- this is a family it's podcast. Core. Sophomore porn, I got it. <laughs> um, awesome. I want to shift gears real quick. Uh, CrossFit Games, we were just at it, or I was at it with, uh, with Bobby. You've asked some questions about it. I definitely thought it was a cool experience. I think it's one of those things that you and I talked about, bucket list, give the check mark off of right. it. Um, but I will tell you that I was a little disappointed in the sense of what there is to do on downtime. Um, I definitely believe that Wadapaloozas runs a better show. Ooh. And uh, there's, well, there's this company going around that's buying these competitions now. So Granite Games just sold um, to the same company that runs Wadapaloozas. So I don't know if it's outside of the realm of possibility for one of these companies to step in and say, you know what, CrossFit, you're letting a lot of stuff go. They are. Social media, um, uh, specialty seminars, all that stuff. Why don't you let us make an offer on the games and run this thing like it's supposed to be run? Yeah, I would highly recommend that they bring an outside source. I mean, just walking around, seeing people sweating their asses off, mm-hmm. you could have sold a million bottles of suntan lotion, and they would have made more money. Half of those would have went to Bobby. Uh, 
three forcemen. Three fourths, yeah, exactly. At one point, I was walking, and you know, obviously all these people are there from um, different countries, and that was really cool to see. I saw this couple, and they had to have been from like, either Sweden or somewhere, almost the same complexion as Bobby. And the guy was putting the suntan lotion on his wife, and she was beat red, and he's like smacking her arm like oh, this. And she good. started cursing at him in a different language. I couldn't stop but laughing. It was it was pretty awesome. comical on my end. Were there a lot of uh, obviously foreign people out? Like yeah, different a lot of different languages being yeah. uh, thrown out there. It's like a melting pot. Was it's like a melting pot for the CrossFit. Yeah, it definitely was. It was cool though because you know it was the first year that they did everybody from a different country. I just felt like there wasn't. There wasn't enough to do. I mean, at one point, I found myself sitting on a cold floor and being like, oh, we got two and a half hours to kill. Yeah. Um, but that's also me being uh, biased, I guess, or um, selfish. I want more for the affiliate owner to go to. Yeah. Uh, called an affiliate summit. I don't care, but there should be more for us to, to, as affiliate owners, to get together, hash out stuff, talk about different ideas and stuff like that. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was cool. Um, if Tony makes it next year, yeah, I'm sure I'll go. But um, it's not a I have to go. To. Yeah, I still have it on my bucket list. I got to get out there. I, I wish I would have gone and count when it was in California. And who knows where it'll be? You know, when this contract is up. But yeah. I got to make it there in the next few years before the. Who knows? Maybe CrossFit Games will be done. I don't know. It's scary. It's a scary world. A lot of unknown out there. A lot of unknown. So, um, what else do we have today? Um, that's it, man. Unless you wanted to touch on what Eric mentioned when he walked in the door. Yeah, I mean, we put a poll out the other day about Open Gym. Um, you can sit there and believe that it was a clear-cut winner for uh, no, don't change the schedule, but I don't see it that way. Um, I'm not saying that we're going to do it, and I'm not saying that we're not going to do it. I'm saying that I'm going to make the best decision for the business yep. to continue to grow and still provide a the best product in Virginia. Um I understand that some people believe that it cuts down to five days of coaching. Um, that's not what we're saying. Um, there would definitely be some ground rules for that day on Thursday if it went to that direction. Mm -hmm. But we'll continue to monitor the uh, attendance on Thursday. Um, if you want my honest answer, attendance right now on Thursday, other than the class that I just saw at, what time is it, Caitlin? 10.30. Pretty low for a yep. morning for a lot of people saying that they wanted it. So. Um, once again, I do understand that it's the summer. Um, I will make the best decision possible for the business. And guess what? Sometimes that's not the best decision. Uh, that's not a popular decision. And I'm the one who has to listen. Um, I love all of you guys. I, I respect every single one of you. That's why I asked Cameron to place that poll out there. Mm -hmm. I've heard you loud and clear. And, um, and we'll go from there. So, yeah. I, I mean, anytime I, don't, that, I don't know if there's anything else to be said on that. No, aspect. anytime a company make or business makes a big decision, they rely on crowdsourcing to kind of get input. And I mean, first of all, thanks to everybody who gave their input, like negative and positive. Like we're we just want to make sure that, like like Ryan mentioned, every decision we make is the, the best one long term moving forward. So, um, the only other thing I wanted to touch on is, believe it or not, guys, in eight weeks, the open. Don't starts. say it. No, not the open, man. Uh, uh, Get the open ready to go. We will be doing Friday night lights the whole nine yards, just like we did back in February, March. I can't believe it's already back. We'll here. draft our teams. If you are interested in being a captain, please let one of the coaching staff know, and that will get vetted out to my doorstep, and we'll go from there. 
I can tell you the one person that won't be getting an invite for a captain's spot. Travis. Travis. Yeah. yeah. I'm done with that. <laughs> I think I've offered that spot up four times. Well, yeah. He told me to go pound sand. I so. think so. He's like, I'm so busy. I, I'm hoping he doesn't even show up. So I'm so busy online. Chris, you have a wonderful day, sir. Thanks. Take yep. it easy, Chris. Absolutely. <laughs> um, other than that, man, I thought this was a, a good podcast. Yeah, simple bring you back, you know, fit, uh, who are our idols? Talked about the games a little bit. Talked about the big controversial open gym Thursday, non-open gym Thursday. Um, I can also let you know on that aspect, there will not be a coach class on a Sunday. Just an FYI. Put that out there. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, we talked about the open briefly. So I like to end it always on a fun note. Yeah, go ahead. What do we got? Did you write who your favorite college football team I did, yeah. Who did you put? I put the Arkansas Razorbacks. Okay, uh, you want to explain that? Yeah, I lived in Arkansas for nine years when I was a little kid, and I used to follow them. Um, Can you name somebody that was on the Razorbacks football team? Dude, not anymore. Like, the guy who went to the Raiders way back when, I forget his name now. Do you remember it? He was like a stud running back. No. Oh, I don't know who it was. This is embarrassing. Stud running back. You mean Ron Dane? No. Because he played for somebody else. Let me see. Hold on a second. I'll get it, but yeah, what about you? What's your team? Uh, West Virginia all day. Go Mountaineers. Born, uh, not born and raised. Born and raised. Family is from Morgantown. Uh, got a lot of a lot of history there, so absolutely. You got a coach's tip of the day? Um, yeah, my coach's tip of the day, sorry, Darren McFadden. That's who it was. Remember him? Was he on Brazier? Yeah. Yeah, all right, I'll give it to you. Um, my coach's tip of the week, play the long game, Ooh. right? Don't uh don't come in here and like how fast can I get a three hundred pound clean and my muscle up and isn't that it's not gonna be like that it's not a fast paced game you gotta really kind of enjoy the process we always say that that's another coaching tip right there trust yep. the process absolutely pay the man pay hard the work man. pays off whatever 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 you want. Pays hashtag off. whatever you want to use yeah absolutely what about you Ron uh, mine's more of a life tip um, uh oh shit. Um, I want you to live your dream, but make sure your dream pays your bills. Live your dream, but make sure the dream pays your bills. It's deep. I want you to think about that. Get on it. All right, brother. All right. That's it. See you next time. Wow. Not my time.